Hey, my name is Yolanda and welcome to Frank Factualities, the podcast. Tune in each week as I speak frankly about life experiences from my perspective and offer you a bit of unsolicited advice. Let's take a little time to laugh, to think, and to cry as we tackle some serious topics and some not so serious topics. Be sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. What's up, y'all? It is me, and I am back. Yeah, I felt like I needed to give myself some applause. I feel like I haven't done this in a very long time. The last time I did this, um, I recorded both of my last episodes at the same time, so I didn't get a chance to do it in probably the last week or so, so it just feels brand new. I was looking at my equipment like, what am I doing? Am I going to do this right And I think also the last time I recorded, I told you all that I wanted to interact with them with some people and get some people on and or either voice call or Skype or something. But that didn't work out. You know, not everyone is reliable and not everything is going to happen the way that you want. So it is just me. I hope you all are okay with that. All right. Okay. (laughs) So as you know. The 14th is coming. It is what we know as Valentine's Day. I don't know if all of you all who listen have a boo thing, a boo mama, a boo daddy. I'm not sure. However, we're going to talk about love and relationships. And so, you know, as we get ready for this day, I just I've just been having a lot of conversations with my friends and just other people in general about love and relationships and what it means to them. And I learned a lot. (laughs) And so even though I did an interview on um, this podcast or recorded interviews that I've done, I've had a lot of conversations. So we're just going to talk about it. And number one, is Valentine's Day even important to you? That was one thing that I was discussing with a lot of people. And I noticed that uh, most women care. Honestly, most women care, but a lot of guys just don't care. They could care less. They couldn't care less. I'm sorry. They couldn't care less. Um, They just feel like, okay, well, whatever the woman wants, then she gets. And so we just plan accordingly. And a lot of us women don't feel the need to buy guys anything for Valentine's Day because most of the things that are out there are like teddy bears and candy and balloons and to us that just doesn't seem very masculine so although there are things that you can get them or you can create an experience for them you may not have to or you you don't have to get them a gift you could again um, get them an experience or buy them something uh, a little bit more masculine like cologne or a watch or um, you know some earrings if that's what they're into bracelet or something like that or um, clothes, um, wallets, just whatever, you know, guys, your guy could be into a lot of different things. So think about some things that maybe they like, um, that you could actually buy and gift. And so it can be more of an exchange and not just a catering to you because we all always have still our own special day. Each of us have birthdays. So there is a birthday for him, birthday for you. And Valentine's Day can be something that you all share as a couple. So it should be a gift exchange and not more like on Christmas, not necessarily like it's a woman's day because I think that that experience can also be shared. 
Now, another thing I, I noticed or that we talked about was love and how that word means something different to everyone. And I mean everyone. So it got me to thinking and I'm just like, well, what does love have to do with it anyway? And, you know, that was the realest thing Tina ever sung. What's love got to do with it and got to do with what are we talking about, Yolanda? Relationships. What does love have to do with it? You know, I am like a hopeless romantic in that I feel like, oh, my God, you know, love is everything. Let's, you know, let's, you know, sweep each other off our feet. You know, that whole idea of romance and passion and love at first sight and yada, yada, yada. But, you know, life experiences has taught us that a lot of those things mean absolutely nothing. You know, number one, there can't be love if there's no reciprocity. It has to be equal give and take. You and the other person has to feel have to feel the exact same about each other. And if you don't, then it's going to be an uphill battle. And what I mean by feel the exact same, not just, okay, we're stuck with each other, but that we genuinely are in love with one another and willing to work this out together to make sure that we can live a happy life. And if that's not how you feel, then there is no relationship. There's no equal give and take. And what I've learned is that, again, because love means something different to everyone, there is a lot of relationships out there um, that are one-sided that really aren't relationships. And um, there's a reason why a lot of people are single is because, again, what their definition of love is. And so let's talk about it. What one thing that love can mean to some people is a lifestyle. So you say you want to find love, but what you're really looking for is a lifestyle. You're looking for someone to create this life that you've always wanted. So you dreamt about being in love and being married or being in a committed relationship. But what you're looking for is what it being in a relationship provides. So does that mean that we're sharing income? This person takes me on trips. They buy me stuff. They're available to help me take care of my kids or, you know, they do all of these things for me. That's a lifestyle. And to me, that doesn't solidify a relationship. Because what's going to happen is you're going to always be seeking the next best thing because if the lifestyle is what you're looking for, that can't always be sustained or that person may not be able to give you the lifestyle that it is that you're seeking. They may in the beginning, because as we all know, everybody interviews well, but that doesn't mean that that's how they're going to be when they actually get on the job. So you know, you're always now looking for the next best thing or the minute that person can't maintain or keep up that lifestyle, then it's on to the next. Another thing is also just wanting to feel safe. And so you have some women that are traditional and old school and they're looking for a provider and someone that's going to be their protector. And those things are going to come with a man who's going to be able to, you know, pay all their bills and that their money becomes secondary. And, you know, they're providing for the family, but that means that they have to have enough to provide for the family. And a lot of times we get caught up in the potential of things and it's not necessarily the reality, you know, and so. You know, there's some people that are looking for love and that means companionship to them. All they're looking for is somebody that they can talk to every day that's going to sit and watch TV with them. Some, you know, because they're homebody. So they don't want anything else other than I don't want to come home by myself. So now you become like they're a dog. When I get home, there's somebody there and I can have this conversation with and I don't have to be alone. And this is what I'm going to get. And a lot of times or a lot of these things I've seen. And of course, there's much more reasons why people uh you know, what love means to them. But those are just some things. And so 
with the last one, again, you're just looking for someone that can fill that empty void that you have. And then you got to think now, these are just one sided situations. So if you're that person that's looking for a companion, but yet the other person is looking for a lifestyle, then your companionship means that I just want to be around you. And I just want you to, you know, provide that, um, to fill that void of loneliness. But this lifestyle person is looking for experiences and they want to go places and they want to do stuff and they want to, you know, spend you to spend money on them. Then you two are on two different pages. And what's going to happen is, you know, the, the lifestyle person is again, just going to feel like, Oh my God, I just don't want to sit here and, and not do anything. And I want to do these things. And this person is like, well, it doesn't matter what we're doing because, you know, as long as we're together, then none of that matters. And so, you know, you can call those things like love languages, like, okay, well, how I show my love or how I, I perceive or give love is this way. And then how this person love and perceive love is this way. And, um, you know, I quote Iyanla a lot because, you know, I believe in a lot of things that she says. And she had said that, you know, you don't get to um, tell people how to love you. You get to see how they love and then decide whether or not you want to accept the way that they love don't I'm not saying she said it exactly that way but you guys get what I'm trying to say and I wholeheartedly believe that a lot of times we are so busy trying to change the way that people interact or love us um, because it's like I love you and because I love you I'm going to be patient but I need these things from you but they've already shown you the way that they love they've already shown you the way that they interact with you they've already shown you what they can give in that relationship and I promise you no one will ever change because you want them to they're not going to change because hey you know if if they love me more than they will be a little bit more willing to compromise and give me what it is that they want. But that's just not true. That's just not going to happen. No matter how much love you give a person, it's not going to make them want to do anything differently. They can only give what they can give. And again, you get to decide whether or not you like the way that they love you and whether or not you're going to accept it. And really, that's what love is about. It's about compromise. And it's do I love this person enough to make the necessary changes or to compromise my values for them? And a lot of people aren't willing to do that. Yes, we are selfish people when it comes to love. I want it the way that I want it. I really do. I want to, I want this love to flow the way I want it to flow because I've been waiting on this for so long. But don't you think the other person does as well? Don't you think that other person also has in their mind a perception of what they think love is? And do you think that you're living up to that perception or that perspective for them? No, you're probably not. So, again, it really is important sometimes, I think, in situations when you meet someone to become their friend first because you learn a lot about them. You learn a lot about them. And I mean friend in that, you know, we're not expecting anything from one another because then you get to see or learn how they've experienced or interact with other people. The minute you turn it into we're trying to see if we're a potential mate, then a lot of times people aren't willing to be genuine. They're just not. They're not willing to tell you about their past experiences, talk about their past relationships. And don't get me wrong. I understand. I always said that, you know, I don't I feel like sometimes people use your experiences against you or sometimes you can teach people how to um, treat you right. So they'll go through that interview stage, giving you whatever it is that you want because you've told them already, oh, my ex didn't do this for me. 
He never told me he loved me. He never took me out. He was a narcissist. He was abusive, you know, um, verbally abusive. He may have been physically abusive. So all of these things are just a checklist of what you want your man to do. Okay, she said her other man didn't take her out a lot. So I have to take her out because he didn't do it. So if I do it and then now what do you do? You fall for what it is that you've wanted so bad because that's what you were lacking in your last relationship. But you don't, again, see what it is that this person can naturally do. And I think that that is what we need to do in situations. Be be that person's friend and see how they naturally care, how they naturally show their affection. How do they naturally love you? And then you get to decide whether or not that is a love that you are willing to accept. And again, how do they love you? If their love is gift giving and you don't care anything about that and that doesn't make you feel loved, then there's no need for you to try to make that situation work because it nine times out of 10, they're never going to be able to show you love the way you want to. And a lot of times that equals to a person, they don't love me because again, it's not shown, you know, people say that they love you all the time. People use that word so loosely. And the minute it's not convenient for them anymore, they'll say, well, I don't want to be responsible for your feelings. And I know I love you, but you know, it's always a, but then there's no love. Now I'm going to say something that's a little, mm, oh, well, I'm just going to say it. <laughs> I feel like if you truly, genuinely love someone wholeheartedly from the bottom of your foot to the top of your head, then that love doesn't go away. That's just how I feel. I know. I know. I wish I had. Do I have a boo? A boo? boo. (laughs) Valentine's Day. Do I have a boo uh, button? I don't think I do, but I think I have a sad one. Yeah. I don't think that that was a good, (laughs) good, uh, a thought to have but that's how I feel I really do I feel like love just doesn't go away if it's true love it doesn't go away you don't lose love for a sibling you don't lose love for a mom or a son and I know y'all are thinking well that's not the same type of love it isn't but uncon- it is supposed to be unconditional love and I just don't think that that just goes away and if it does then to me this is just me you don't genuinely love the person and I know what you guys are saying well I love them but I'm not in love with them I don't even know what that means anymore I'm in love but I'm you know I love you but I'm not in love you know my favorite poet said you know anytime someone gets mad at someone they always say well you know I love them but I'm not in love with them and and I'm not quoting him right guys but his thing is well you know well give me just regular love then because I don't want no lazy ass love you know that in love is when you can switch up on me anytime it's like I ain't in love no more but I I still love so just regular love me just regular love me. And if you regular love me, then maybe we'll last a little longer. Right. So um, just some things to think about. Again, my perspective isn't everybody's perspective. I understand that. But that's just how I feel. I don't think that that type of love goes away. I think if you are, again, if you truly care about somebody, then you're going to always uh, care about them. And nothing can change that. No, no argument. No um no um, dispute, no, no, anything, it, nothing can change that no matter what they've done to you. You don't, that just, the, there's no flip of the button that goes, well, I don't love you anymore because you did these things to me. You know, you may not want to be with them anymore. That's, you know, that's understandable, but I just don't think that that goes away. Um, and so that's just my two cents. So, you know, a lot of things that I've said tonight can be debatable, but at the end of the day, everyone gets to decide again, how they choose the love, how they, they want to accept love. And then there's something else that I want to um, discuss about uh, relationships. So if you're in a relationship and, and this is a marriage as well, I don't believe in taking advice from people. 
I really don't. Not that you don't have that person that you talk to about your situation, but in even in that, you have to be careful when speaking to people about your marriage or your relationship because I notice that when we want to vent, we tend to always vent about the negative things and we never discuss the good stuff. It's always, let me tell you what he did. Let me tell you what this girl did. And so all your person hears, whether that's your friend, your mom, your sister, your brother is she ain't this, he ain't that, she ain't this, they didn't do this, they did that. So now that person ends up hating the hating your spouse or your partner. And then now they don't forgive like you. They're not going to just be like, oh, well, we're cool today. You know, that was yesterday. Why you love them. That person don't love them. They only tolerate them because of you. So whenever you just say negative things and then you wonder why your friend, your mom, your whoever doesn't like your spouse or your your partner it's because you created that you made that. So so be careful how you number one, talk about your relationships. Just make sure it is balanced and that you talk about it as much good things as you talk about bad things as well. Like they're just balanced out. So now that per that person gets to see um, two sides of the person and then they can come up with a sound decision on whether they like them or not. Not that that matters because as we all know, we're going to date whoever we want to date and we don't care what people think. At least that's how I feel. But of course, um, you know, other people may feel differently, but Back to the advice. The reason I say that is because no one is honest when they're giving advice. And everybody says, well, I wouldn't do this and I wouldn't do that. But we all know that that's a lie. And I think the reason why we don't give very, very good advice in when we're giving someone else relationship advice is because we can't be honest with ourselves. No one ever wants to tell the truth about their relationship, especially married people. And I'm sorry, married people. I'm sorry. You know, hey, that includes me, too. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Married people don't tell the truth about their relationship. They don't. And rightfully so. No one has the right to know what's going on in your marriage. But because of that, you to me, to me, married people don't have the right to tell anyone else about their relationship because it's not like you're going to tell, you know, what we, you know, what, what's being said. This is what, what you say. You know, I know it's hard, you know, but you just got to get through it. You know, you got to pray about it. You know, you got to understand each other you got to compromise you got to have conversation but nobody says like listen let me just tell you they're going to get on your nerves you know when I was married my husband you know cheated on me my husband you know lost his job my husband you know wasn't working for two years and I had to be in a grind for that and I resented him and I went out and I did this and you know all of these things happened and so what I'm telling you, what I had to do is I had to leave the house for a month. You know, we had to go to counseling and then, you know, it still didn't work. And then his mom had to come and intervene. And we had to, you know, his friend talked to us and then we had to go to the pastor and they had to, you know, bless the house and pray over us. I need to know the skinny. And if you're not willing to say to tell me the skinny, then you're not you're to me. You shouldn't be you shouldn't be so willing to give me the general. Just don't be like, OK, you got to go through therapy. You got to go through counseling. This is going to work. If you can't give me a play by play on what I need to do, then it's not going to help. And, and that's just the truth. And again, nobody blamed you for not wanting to tell people what happened in your marriage. But then you don't get to, again, just say all the good things, you know. I'm just sorry. You don't just get to say, well, you know, you just got to stick in there. Well, everybody knows that we, I got to stick with my job. You know, I got to stick with my diet. I got to stick with, there's a lot of things I get it, but how do you stick to this diet? How do you, you know, stay on this job when you're not being respected and appreciated? What do you need to do? You know, do you need to actively search for another job? So just be, if you're not willing again to be a hundred percent authentic about it, then, you know, 
then save it. That, that's just my opinion. Again, hey, you know, it's just like an asshole. We all got one. My opinions come a dime a dozen, but that's just how I feel. Um, but again, if you are willing, then you have to be honest with the person about the steps and the necessary things that you've taken. But I don't think people should give opinions on relationships. We all are going to do what we want to do. We all are going to do what makes us what do what makes us happy. And that, again, is so different. We all are going to have different things. We're all going to want to do different things. And we all have our, our own idea of what makes us happy and why I stay in a relationship is not going to be the same reason why you stay in a relationship. What you tolerate is not going to be the same things that I tolerate. And so at the end of the day, even if that's your best friend, uh, you don't get to, you know, well, I think you need to leave or I think you should stay. You got to work on this because of this and because of that. And I, like I said, I think I talked about therapy the last time. If you ever gone to therapy, whether it's couples therapy or your own uh, there, uh, have your own therapist, just single. Um, they don't give you advice. They guide you into the right into the right direction so that you can make the best decision for you. But they don't say I think you need to do this. This is what you do. This is what you do. You know, especially when it comes to relationships, they're going to ask you some questions that help you to come up with your own conclusions about what you need to do. Now, they're, they're going to be the right questions that you need to answer. You're going to be like, what? I didn't think about that. But they're never going to be like, this is what you should do. This is what you shouldn't do. And even if you're doing couples therapy, they're never going to say he's right or she's wrong. You're right. And, you know, she's wrong, he's wrong, vice versa. You know, that's just not how that goes. They may tell you to actively listen. Did you hear what she said? Did you hear what he said? Um, you know, well, let tell me what you heard. Tell me what you, you know, what you think. Those are the type of questions that will be asked so that you can truly understand each other or understand yourself and your perspective and, and why you think the way that you think. So, again, I'm just going to ask you all when it comes to relationships, what does love have to do with it? And I think that we owe it to ourselves to ask ourselves that. And if you are already in a relationship or in a marriage, making sure that you're in it for the right reasons. And it's a reason that you can, um, that's going to allow you to be able to sustain the marriage or sustain the relationship. And if you're not in a relationship, then what is it that you're looking for? And it's not love. So find out what that core reason is that you want to be with someone and what do you want them to be able to provide you with that could be loyalty, that could be trust. And again, those two things to me aren't the same. And let's talk about that real quick, um, just because I'm wanted and I just thought about had a thought whenever people say, you know, well, I want, you know, if you if you loved me, you wouldn't do this. If you love me, you wouldn't do that. Again, what does love have to do with it? Because I think that people don't cheat because they don't love you. They cheat because they don't respect you. That's just my opinion. Unpopular, maybe. I don't know. But when someone respects you, then it makes them think twice about doing something to you that will hurt you. But love has absolutely nothing to do with that. We love a lot of people in our lives and there's a lot of foul things we've done to a lot of people that we love. So love has absolutely nothing to do with whether or not somebody is mean to you, whether or not they cheat on you. So, you know, we got to give love a break on that. Love didn't do any of that. You know, it's probably something deep within that individual that caused them to want to hurt you in the way that they did. But love is not to blame for it. So you know, keep those things in mind. So frankly, the fact of the matter is love is not to blame. Love has nothing to do with anything when it comes to relationships. Again, my opinion, like I said, and so find the why, the why you want to be in a relationship, the why you want to stay in a relationship and make sure that you are happy 
and you're searching or you find what it is that you know you want. And that, again, it's something that can be sustained throughout your life. So that is my time, guys. I had a great time and I did record on my phone this little clip and I'm actually like sitting in a silk robe just because it's Valentine's Day <laughs> or it's coming. So that is my time, you all, like I said, and I can't wait to talk to you all next week. Peace. Peace.